Hello, this is the Comedy Couch Podcast. I'm Dennis Hensley. I'm Tony Tripoli. Welcome. It's so good to have you here. It's been ages. It has been a long, Our long time. Our fan <laughs> must be uh, beside themselves. Uh, you mean Gay Jack and Phoenix? That's right. The six? No, but and, and, uh, and probably Shane Jacobson, and then we have John in Toronto. So uh, at least three. We're international? We are international. We're the International House of Pancakes. I can't wait to brag a boot it. Right. I know. That's fantastic. It's good to be here. I've been on the road a lot. You're not dead. Not dead. You thought you were dying. No, not yet. But <laughs> I thought that you I were sick a for then. a really long time. I was a little under the weather. I was a little jet lagged. <laughs> I, uh, you know, you know, uh, coldy, jet laggy, you know. Well, let me. that leads me right into this. Why were you so jet-laggy, pray tell? Well, I went to New Zealand. What? I know. Who does that? Didn't we talk about this already on a podcast? Yeah, Did I talk did. about my bungee jumping there? Yeah, we talked about... So I went to New Zealand, and then I came home, and then I went to Switzerland. What? For Europride. Oh, were you proud? I was proud. Were you prouder there than here? Yes, because it's not a beauty contest there. Pride, really? Gay Pride is not... It's a little... It was colder and rainier, but it's not... But everyone about... was still sleeveless, right? No. That's what? Thing. Gay pride with long sleeves and jackets? Yes, they I'm all... not believing it. No, here's what it is. It's not, you don't walk around going, oh, I'm so fat. I hate my body. I'm so, you well, know. Well, Dennis, that's the gay experience. I'm telling you. So. There, it's all about having a nifty black jacket. There were a lot of <laughs> nifty black windbreaker. And foreskin. Yes. And so I'm sure there are people walking around going, oh, I hate my jacket. <laughs> Next year, I have to have a better jacket. Oh my God, why can't I have a jacket like his? He's, he has a cool jacket. That's wow. what they're doing. But when you do that, so you get to the eat. So Euro, gay Euro pride is like sixth grade. Yes. Which is much better than having it be about be like, you know, high school. I didn't even go to LA gay pride. This I would have year. liked to have gone, but I did not go. I was here and didn't go and didn't I'm, I'm glad I didn't go. I just was, I didn't feel well. because um, I was a little under the weather and I And I, I think go. the big draw, the big performer draw, I think this year was Fantasia. I didn't. I I'm sorry. You got to like do bigger much. than that. I didn't like her that much. Once you, I like. I thought. I get it. She's talented and she was good. At you the know color what? Purple, is she talented like. or is she loud? Well, I feel like you know. I do feel like. Look, there's a lot of injustices being female and being African American and being non. You know, not a traditional beauty. Yeah. But I do feel like in any of those singing competition shows. Or any of those karaoke situation, anything like that. The large black woman, as long as she screams, everybody is on their feet at the end of it. It doesn't have to be good; it just has to be really loud. Well, but then sometimes they get somebody in that they think fits fits that niche, and they don't deliver. Like Lil Rounds, that was Lil Rounds' big problem. That was this her year. job this year. You're right, and she didn't she do it. The ball on that. Oh, you're supposed to be better than you are. You're our diva. Well. Yeah, I'm. I'm you're, really you're troubled. You're Jennifer Hudson, Latoya I, London. I loved her so much at first, and she got less and less good every week. And I feel like it was a confidence issue. Well, they um, so her she was supposed one. to be the sassy black girl, and she wasn't delivering. And she and didn't have any sass. Pissed. She, pissed she was black and a girl. Yeah, but they beat the sassy out of her. They beat it right out of her. So yeah, but um, I think one thing that the gay community should be proud of is Ryan Reynolds on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. It's, I feel like he's done more for the gay community with these pictures than Margaret Cho and Kathy Griffin combined. Um, in what way? Just just in terms, in terms of, of like making gay guys uh, feel good for a day and <laughs> download, just bring in joy, just bring in joy, just unabashed joy. 
And saying, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you in three or four pictures. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then I'll go put it in Scarlett Johansson. And then I'll go put it in Scarlett Johansson. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you're going home to Scarlett, yeah, the photographer, you want to take some pictures of it? Whatever, fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw the proposal when I was in San Francisco. It was adorable. Is it? Because the trailer is really bad. And there's something about it. It just works. There's something about that trailer that made me go, I bet the movie's better than this trailer. It is better than this trailer. It's, I mean, it's, it's not fresh you know it's not crazy yeah. new you know and some sections are a little forced but they're charming together it's funny i just think it works I, you know what it, i felt like it was 1997 and sandy bullock's in a romantic comedy <laughs> that's the best thing you can say about anything isn't Ooh, it yes i know totally well tell and us more about charmer. your trip uh to san francisco or well to, no the first trip and then i'll ask to, what other trips um, have you been on i've been to i went to switzerland yeah. um we were in lucerne which is a very you know charming little place, and we went up Mount Pilatus, which was a um, We're... A, gig, a big giant mountain, right? And we took the whole time I was in Switzerland, I never got in a car. I took trains, oh, really? gondolas that flow through the air. Um, I was on a toboggan. I was on a ferry, <laughs> right. like anything but a car. That's kind of neat. Yeah, it was cool, and they were all they were all run on time, like clockwork. Um, I went to Bogening, and then Europride was in Zurich, which was a charming city. Beautiful. Yes, and I met the mayor of Zurich, who was an open lesbian. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know why that's so funny. Her name's Karine Munch. M. Munch. Munch. Maybe uh, it's is one it maybe away from Munch? It's well, M-A-U-C-H. I'm pretty sure it's a little closer um, to Munch than the yeah. alphabet might lead you to believe. And uh, I, I chatted with her a, for a bit, uh, and I said, you know, you're going to be in the parade. And she said, of course, I'm going to be in the parade. And I said, well, uh, do you have an outfit? And she goes, well, I'm not going to be naked, which I think is really funny. <laughs> I thought that was really cheeky and, of her. Yeah. Right? And the next question is, Cindy Lauper's not in this parade, Yeah, she? no, I hate that turd. Because that's a deal breaker I for Dennis Hensley. I think she's Hensley. such a turd. I'm going to go on record as saying I think Cindy Lauper's a turd. Yeah. and I, I rode in a I gay pride you... parade right next to her. As one of the in other the same marshals. back seat with her, yeah, yeah, and she was not nice to me or anyone else, mm-hmm. I believe. No, there was serves. a girl with Down syndrome that showed up at the restaurant, and she <laughs> served it up for that. But she's part of that. Oh, she that, was nice to the girl with the Down syndrome. Yes, I All think right. that there are a group of performers and celebrities who are nice to the public at large and horrible to every human that they interface with in a sort of. Uh, mundane pedestrian level. They're, they're, her assistant looked like she wanted to die every ten seconds. She just looked so fearful. Um, like you know, who would be the worst celebrity to be an assistant for? Paula Abdul. Wow, really? I feel like you could get away with a lot, though. It's not like she's really watching the clock. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you That's figure. True. First of all, your afternoons are free because when she goes down for her nap or her blackout. Yeah. Then you could go run your own errands. I guess. I just dime. feel like it would be a, just And a I feel like if you're Paula's... Who do you think it would be? If you're Paula's assistant, I feel like the thing you say the most is, no, Paula, I did tell you. I feel like really? that would be the thing that you just say the most. Right. Whether or not you actually did tell Paula, yeah. you can always say, no, I did. T- I told you yesterday. Yeah. And she'll just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think she would be awful based on, hey, Paula. I feel like... The worst think? person would be somebody really competent, like like a Simon Cowell, yeah, who probably doesn't miss wants trick. things done, you know, his certain way, yeah, and could do it 
all. Right. It's not that he's hiring you to do stuff that he isn't able to do. It's just yeah. he just doesn't have the, the actual time to do it. Yeah. I feel like those would be the worst celebrities to be the assistant for because yeah. they're going to really supervise everything and you're just going to be like, you know what, just do it yourself then. Yeah. Like it would be faster for you to do it yourself than to hire me to do it not the way you want it done the first time and then you redo it. Right. That would be annoying. I There was somebody on this um, trip to Switzerland who had done some writing around the American Idol set mm-hmm. and so spent a lot of time there and he said that like, he gave me a lot of dish but... Um, but there was a period when they all started doing really well, where like Ryan and Simon and everyone, they'd all show up with big fancy cars, and then the next day somebody else would come in with one fancier, and it was really like a <laughs> pissing contest with big fancy cars. Wow. I know, and I thought, ugh, and I've got a, and I just hope I don't die because I have a free dinner at Pitfire Grill in my wallet with my punch card. Really? You filled your punch card? No, I lied, but that's an idea, oh. you know. Well, then you really do have nothing to live for. I don't. I thought it was the punch card. No, and I was I like, think See, I'm one, I think I'm a couple away from something. a free car wash. Wow. But, um, I got a free that, yogurt last week. That's such a good at feeling. At Fiore, the, the place it. that does the shave ice underneath it. I love it. it. I know. So that's good. That's something to hold on to. Of course, yeah. now I have to buy eight more. To get another one. To get another free one. But, yeah. you know, that's okay. I, it's, I have a goal now. Now, how's life on the dish? Because I'm, I love it every more and more. I watch it. I love Danielle. I feel like she's coming into her own. She's really and I think she's adorable. a charm monster. Yeah, she's so nice and 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 she's really good and and you know just lovely to be around. Um, and we they put her in a ponytail the week before last, and I'm telling you, it changed everything in a good way. I, well, I and I think there is. It's not an accident. I think they're connected, but her performance was smaller more real, more grounded. All the things that the network people sometimes are like, well, you know, sometimes, you know, the more we make her do something, she just gets bigger and bigger, which isn't necessarily what we want. Now, in her defense, the network never says, we'd like you to do it again, smaller. They just say, we're doing it again. So, Anyone's instinct is, oh, it wasn't funny enough last time. Yeah, I got to amp it up. Different. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's totally their lack of communication skills. Right. But putting her in that ponytail, she didn't have that big drag queen hair yeah. to like flip around and be. I mean, she's such a beautiful girl. But putting her in the ponytail, she kind of pulled it back and just had her hands in her pocket and just kind of t- told the jokes and was hilarious. Is that the one that aired on Saturday? Uh, no, week before last. But. I'm telling you, it's the same thing as she always does the show in these huge five-inch high heels. And she's a very short girl. Right. She's cute, cute, cute. But we, you know, we're like, Danielle, your shoes... She's always saying how much her feet hurt because of the shoes. And we're like, wear Ugg boots. Just wear slippers. Your feet never show. And she goes, no, I need to have on high heels so that I can like perform. Like, you know, I feel like I'm on when I've got high heels on. I get it. And I totally get that. And I think her hair is the same thing. I think high heels and big hair make her feel a certain way. Yeah. And when we took the big hair away and just gave her a ponytail and she looked cute, 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 and she was in jeans and a little, you know, button-up shirt. Yeah. It was a different side of her that everybody really, really loved. And then subsequently, this last week when she had, you know, her more regular hair again, it still it was 
it was a slightly smaller performance. So I don't know. It's cool. The ponytail made the difference. So I think there's a you know a psychology there. I think that's very true and very interesting. But it's really really fun. And I I had this is my favorite joke that I wrote in a really long time. It was in last week's show. There were and I'm going to tell you the uh, the real joke, not the network watered down version of the okay, joke. But serve it up. the real joke was: Did you see you know the cover of Us magazine last week had Kate Goslin? Yeah. Um, photos of her actually. Uh, slapping on the ass one of her daughters. All right. I think it was Alexis, I think is the daughter's name. Um, And it was, you know, Kate Goslin beats her kids, photos inside. And it was like frame by frame by frame. And all she was doing was sweating her, sweating her on the ass. Right. And uh, so we showed the pictures and said, you know, the headline, Kate Goslin beats her kids. And then Danielle says, but folks, let's be honest. If I had eight kids and a cheating husband in that hair, it would be impossible to get a photograph of me not hitting someone. Yeah. Right? That's a good joke. Totally fine. So the network changed it to it would be impossible to find a picture of me not hitting something because they said we can't do a joke about hitting a child. But I was like, the joke isn't necessarily about hitting. I mean, you know. It's just about hitting something. But whatever. That's, these are the concessions that I you know, make. I know. It's crazy. And that's, and I'm, you know, I'm fine with it. I know. I will say this about Switzerland. Yeah. The are you kids, falling asleep? I know. I'm okay. I'm feeling deep <laughs> I was in a car ride today for five hours. Um, smoke, too much smoky. In the Switzy. Oh, yeah. I, you know, you go into a club and you're like, people are smoking. You're like, I'm okay. I can handle mm-hmm. this. I'm a grown-up. I'm not going to be that guy. And 15 minutes later, like, I'm that guy that's like, I can't be here. It's making me sick. I have yeah. to go. That was I was that guy. Oh, for real? Because it was everyone. And I really have contempt now for people who smoke. Like, there's a, kind of a cute guy standing over on the side of the club. And you're like, oh, he's cute. And then he pulls the cigarette up. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, I'm full of contempt because I'm dying. Wow. I know, it's weird. D- I had smoker's contempt. I Only love that. Only because you just want one to not, I mean, it was literally like Smoker's Island. Yeah, I, smoking is such a deal, you know, because I'm on the Match.com. Right. Match.coffees. Like, you have Match.coffees. core. Like, right. I'm doing six to eight Match.coffees every weekend. Uh, three or four on Saturday, three or four on Sunday. And then during the week after work, like I am really, I like, I, it is, you're on, it's on, it's a hobby. Yeah. It is okay, like, this great. is the year. I admire it's that. not great. It's, there's nothing great about it, Dennis, but this is, you know, I'm turning 40 in December. Right. I'm not fucking going to die. I'm not going to die alone. I mean, I am going to die alone, but right. I'm just saying you I'm going to do something alone. about it. I'm yeah. gonna, you know, I'm, I'm fighting it. I'm clawing as I fall into the abyss. The good so, news is you can date Chaz. Uh, Chaz Bono. <laughs> yeah, I think you know. I don't know. That's yeah. a that's a lot of man. She's not your type. That's a lot of man for me to handle. He's not your type. <laughs> He's, I'm just not that into him. But boy, think of Christmas. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm not Chaz Bono's type. I think I don't really. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a mutual <laughs> it's a, well, lack yeah, of right. chemistry there. Okay. Um, because, I mean, I'm sorry. I can only talk about rims for so long, and then I just run out of material. Right. Um, so how have the Matchstock copies been going? Well, you know, I mean, there's... You see, you see some of them again, right? There's been a, a there's been a few that yes. we've gone out. Because, you know, basically, you just get, like, a coffee. Right. To first meeting right um 
because the deal with the match.com is, you know, it doesn't matter how many pictures you really have to be like a detective. You it's very murder. She wrote diagnosis, mm-hmm. murder. Like you really, it's, I guess CSI would be maybe a more modern reference. <laughs> I, um, I have, a, I want to bring it up again with diagnosis, but, murder, okay. pin and diagnosis but murder on it's really like, you have to look at the person's, the pictures that they've selected yeah. to represent them and go, okay, what's the through line? What is the through line in these pictures? What are they avoiding? What are they hiding? What are they not showing me? Because that's the thing that's going to be the deal breaker. When they show up, that's going to be the thing that would have prevented me from ever talking to this person had we run into each other like at a club or something. So like, oh, they have a third leg? Yeah, I really don't like the whole idea of meeting someone online because I feel like it's really unnatural. You're supposed to see someone across a room and feel some odd spark and smile Mm -hmm. inside. And then, you know, if you're a grown man, you fucking get your balls up and cross the room and say hello and maybe exchange numbers. They're smoking and it's over. And that's one of my things on match.com. If they don't have pictures or if they say they smoke, maybe sometimes at all. No, I'm not having any contact with you. I don't care what you look. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, I had a uh, match.coffee the other night with this guy and really, really cute and pictures and, and nice profile. And we emailed a couple of times and we meet and he walks in and he sits down at the table and he smiles at me and has the most mangled, fucked up teeth. And you know, that's okay. Like that in and of itself wouldn't be a deal breaker, but they were not just yellow, like not just filthy and damaged, but covered in some kind of a mucusy, cheesy substance. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just like, I am so not going there. Right. And the thing is, then I go back and I look at the pictures and all of his pictures, he's smiling with his lips together. Then you meet him in real life and the, he can't keep his fucking lips together. I'm praying to God for him to put his fucking lips together. Right. And then, what do you think he orders? Red wine. And I'm like, oh, well, that's really going to help the situation. So now all that goo in your fucking teeth is going to now be discolored and really hold the redness in there. So I can have – it's now a fucking – I have options. I have choices of colors that I can look at. Oh, it was it was gruesome. So that's the you have to. He see also, what I also want to say, so that I don't seem super shallow. Let me make it even more shallow. He was also wearing a white cotton button-up shirt with a black vest, which is fine, except for the white shirt was covered in music staffs with music notes on them. Oh shit! Yeah, it was. Wow. It was fucking rough going. It was. It was tough. So. There you go. That was a, that's a little glee. It's very. It glee. was. It was really troubling. That's- so you know, but whatever you talk, and that was a meal. So he, you can imagine the stuff that he had stuck in his teeth. It was just really that was yeah. tough for me. Yeah. So when I see movies where somebody's going on a series of bad dates and it's always done in a montage, mm-hmm. like it's the guy, the normal person who has a bunch of freaky dates. Yeah. And the one of them's like a cat lady. She starts crying and whatever. Right. I always relate to the freaky dicks. I never relate to the protagonist. I always think, oh, I'm one of those people. In, in someone else's montage? In somebody else's montage who is like a... The, the, like crazy, not right. But what's what's so what's extreme about you that uh, you would nothing? Get one I of don't those have roles. a. I don't. No, I don't. But I don't relate. Yeah, that's to that. crazy. I always, I just always feel like for those those freaky digs. Maybe it's because I'm compassionate. No, it couldn't be that. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, no, I, I now, I mean, I watch those montages and I'm like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've been in that montage. Yeah. Please. That's me Saturdays and Sundays. Right. At the fucking coffee bean. Yeah, and I'm the one. Right the next to the waffle. One. You're in the whole montage because it's your montage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but then there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of people that I really actually was sort of excited about. Yeah. Who clearly aren't so not excited about me at all. And so, you know, that's hard to take. Yeah. So in that situation, man. apparently I'm their montage. Fuck. God damn. Yeah, whatever. You know. I am, might be a non-queen. Did I tell you that? You might be a what? Non-queen. N-A-N queen. So after, so I was just in San Francisco for uh, the screening of Reunion uh -huh. at Frameline, uh, my short film that I made uh, last year. And it played in the boy shorts, which is very fun. And the audience is very good there. And then after it's over, I meet these three guys. And they're like, we really enjoyed your movie or whatever. And I was like, hey, what's your name? Whatever. And one of them was um, of Indian descent. Oh, I okay. I kind of like that. But you've liked that for a long time. I've liked that for a long time. But never, I never had a person to put it on. Well, Jimmy Mystery. Yeah. Who's, you loved him from the movie I did, Guru. I did. I did. I just never met him. Oh, okay. Right. So anyway, I ended up um I ended up hanging out with this guy a bit, but um went and saw the proposal. Are, so are you saying that you're a Jai Ho now? Well, here's the thing, that that was his nickname for the whole weekend. So I would be like, Oh my gosh, you guys, Jai Ho just texted me. Oh um, my goodness. <laughs> Let me read his text. Bang bada bing 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 bada bing 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 Hi Dennis. Bing bada bing 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 So um, I would love it. We Indian finally boyfriend. had coffee today. Because I saw him, I, I crashed another movie that he was going to with a girlfriend of his, so uh -huh. I just watched the movie with him and then I left. And then I, we were able to have coffee today. So we never got to be like have a real date or anything like but that. But he lives in San Francisco. Yes, he does. And you live here. Yes, I do. Okay. That's okay. I mean, that's No, fine. it's not okay. But there, were there was a lot of um, intrigue around... Oh, are you gonna meet him or texting from friends? Bing, like, bing, 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 yeah. bing, 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 and I'd be like, "Guess who called me?" And I'm doing the <laughs> Bollywood dancing. But he was really cool and had a great sense of humor. And he told me if I wanted to be a non-queen, uh, that I could um, th some things I shouldn't do. I should never say chai tea because <laughs> tea is chai is tea. That's oh. redundant. Oh, wow. Okay. And I should never say, "Can I have some non bread?" That's like saying, can I have some bread bread? Well, all right. So you just, can I, I would like some non please. God, these are really specific. I know. Do you like that rice queen and non queen are both carb um, based queen? <laughs> well, that's, how we, that, that's, that's how we roll. You've come to the right place. That's, <laughs> that's the comedy couch for you. <laughs> we couldn't have called it the carbohydrate couch because that uh. would have been. <laughs> Although there have been nights yeah, where there's nothing in the cupboard and I've yeah. looked at these cushions and thought. You know, little, if I salted it, yeah, it probably. Exactly. So yeah, um, but oh, I, I when I by the time I finally had coffee with him, I had been used to calling him Jai Ho. So <laughs> find I, his back, yes, right. And then you're sitting there with them, and you accidentally. And this is my friend Jai. Believe me, I've done that <laughs> on many, many occasions with in other circumstances. Yes, I but definitely the, know. The cool thing about it, when I did finally talk to him, he was talking to me about this non is non and like to give me tips about being a non queen. Like he had a great sense of humor about all that stuff, so he probably would have appreciated. Yeah, being called Jai Ho. Jai Ho. Yeah, just so not anyway. the pussycat doll version. 
That probably I, offends him. I, I love that what version he of the about song. It. I he, love it. I do too. And he goes, "It was all right." He like, you know. Wow. He must be second generation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. With Nicole Scherzinger. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, other thoughts? Um, well, I'm finally home for a while, and this is the period of time I call the reckoning, where I have to make some the reckoning. Sense. I have to make some. What is Kirk Cameron coming over? I hope so. I have to make some sense <laughs> of a career. I have to reach out to anyone who's ever thought that I had something to offer and mm. beg for some kind of work. This sounds like a montage again. It's a montage of uh, heartache and um, <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna be going on. Not necessarily like job interviews, but kind of like meetings. And I guess whatever I can do. Match like, copies never, of your own. You know, because I've been freelancing for so long. I've never, for 15 years, I've been able to do my own thing and juggle all this stuff and make a living. But that, you know, I'm. Uh, but what? That ship has sailed? That ship sailed. <laughs> and now and it's hit like, an iceberg. <laughs> and uh, I was talking about this with my friend Eddie. And he said, well, you know, Dennis, you know, if we wanted to, we could just, you know, go open a dive shop in Hawaii or something. And I thought, no, I couldn't. I wouldn't know. Like he he thought, okay, <laughs> I'm frustrated with where I'm at, but I know that I have skills that I can do something, and I'm so not there. I thought, oh, I can't even succeed at the shit I'm good at. I'm gonna open up a dive. I'm supposed shop? to move to Kokomo. <laughs> yeah. Christ. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to live in a goddamn Beach Boys song. <laughs> no, You're not nor do I Eddie. think I could do it in a heart. <laughs> no, do I think I? Have the confidence or something. Anyway, we went to. We're both frustrated. God, you need that Ryan Reynolds cover more than anyone. Don't you? It was like I was about to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, and I thought, well, I can't only see. I haven't seen the inside pictures yet. (laughs) I'm gonna step on off. Well, I think we should wrap things up, but we need to thank some of our sponsors. Of course, there's Clean George. It's an all-natural, alcohol-free hand sanitizer. You can get more information about that at cleangeorge.com. And Dr. Kiss, uh, my favorite lip balm from vanitymark.com. And I'll tell you why I love it. I was at a Gap um, body thing up in San Francisco, and they had lip balms for $0.97 in a Mm -hmm. little sale basket. Well, I picked up one called Vanilla Latte. I thought, oh, this is right up my alley. I get up there, and they're like, oh, that's not on sale. It got in there by mistake. And I'm like, all right, give it to me anyway. And then the lid kept coming off and messing up my pocket, and I got robbed on it. And I was like, it's hard and oh, this is what I get for cheating on Dr. Kiss. Yeah, that's not a... Not a good move. So, we actually have fans of the show that have ordered Dr. Kiss. I love it. It's so and good. sent uh, Brett a little note saying, ah, oh, listen to the comedy couch. And, right. they, and that's really cool. Also, Brett yeah. uh, Friedman, who created the product and owns the yes. park line, has come to the dish. And, and Danielle uh, done with Danielle. And she's do a little obsessed with yeah. the uh, Dr. Kiss. Gave Dr. Kiss to the entire staff. So you're all kissing. So we are all just with our luscious lips. That's good for your match.com so really people. Good. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully it'll pay off. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, all you right. can always uh, email us at vcomedycouch at gmail.com. You can also look for us at dennishensley.com or tonytripoli.com. Or at an unemployment office near you. Probably. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Catch you next time on The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley. And Tony Tripoli. Goodbye, everybody.